0: To the Flying Solo podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. If you're working solo or have dreams of starting up, you'll find support, inspiration, and advice at Australia's largest and liveliest small business community. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Here's your host, Robert Garrish.
1: Hello, I'm Robert Gerrish, and thanks for joining us for another Flying Solo podcast. This episode is one of a three-part series brought to you by ANZ, where our expert guests bring you strategies and ideas to help boost your business and profits. If you own a business, ANZ could help ease your cash flow pressures with flexible solutions like a business overdraft, applications for credit subject to ANZ's normal credit approval criteria. For details, just search ANZ Business. To catch the other episodes in the series and get more business advice, head to flyingsolo.com.au forward slash ANZ business. Today I'm talking with Jane Tancred about how to create an inspiring vision for our business. Well, I'm really happy to be speaking with you, Jane. And uh, here we are at the beginning of a new year. Can there be a better time to be thinking about a vision? Not for me. (laughs) No. And look, um, I guess probably the place to start would be, perhaps you would just define for us, what's the difference between a vision and a goal? Because I think a lot of people get confused.
0: I think that a lot of people get confused, and I've certainly been confused in the past myself. I think that a good way to conceive of it is that a vision is something that pulls you toward it, something that um, paints a picture for you of a rosy future, where a goal is something that is very much more achievable. So by that I mean something that you can tick a box and say, I've done that.
1: Okay, so in, other, so in other words, what it sounds like, you're saying, so a goal is something really tangible, you know, I'm going to get to this point by this time or in this much or get this many clients, whereas a vision is a little bit more ethereal and, yeah. as you say, it draw, pulls us... Pulls us towards it.
0: Yes. And I think you could also conceive of it as a vision being something that speaks to your heart and Mm. makes you feel emotionally engaged. Where a goal will often be much more head focused and give you action lists and spreadsheets and bar graphs and all those uh, tangible, as you say, ways of measuring it.
1: Mm, Okay. So should everybody have a vision
0: I think that everybody who is consistently successful and moving in a direction that appeals to them probably does have a vision yep. I think it's very hard to get to where you want to go if you don't know where that is mm. I have spoken to many many small business owners and I suspect you have as well who don't actually have a vision and mm. a kind of muddling along not really yeah. knowing where they're going so it i think shows, it's really useful
1: it? yeah yeah look i look you know what i think about visions and i think and uh, you know i know we both agree i just can't imagine having a business where i don't have a clear vision kind of where i where i'm going with it that's not to say that at times it's not a bit fuzzy hmm. you know and a bit uh, you know there's a bit of fog hanging over the vision but that's okay, uh, I think, as long as we still have some idea. It's like, you know, a bit of an old cliche, but it is, if you don't have a vision, it's like going out in the car without any sense of where you're going. No map, no goal, and you just end up driving around and around, don't you? It's
0: yeah, and it's incredibly difficult to make good strategic decisions if you don't know where, in fact, you're trying to get to.
1: Yeah, quite right. There's a lovely quote that uh, you used a bit of, I think, in your um, article that comes from um, Alice in Wonderland. What, uh, do you remember how that goes?
0: Uh, it's from the Cheshire Cat, and I okay. can't remember exactly how it goes, but something along the lines of, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there if you just keep walking for long enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And, that's, and there's, there's another, oh, I'm going to do one on you now, or I can't remember who's even said it. But there's the one about, um, you know, if, if you don't know where you're going, then you'll be basically following anybody else's path. Yes. And guess what? Their path probably isn't going anywhere very exciting. And
0: they might not know where they're going either. No,
1: well, that's true. Anyway, all right, look, we better get started, <laughs> do not we? Well, so I'm just going to carry on talking about the beauty of the visions. <laughs> so for somebody listening who's thinking, yeah, 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 okay, I get it. Maybe now, maybe here we are, you know, early on in, in the new year, I'm going to create a vision. Where do we start, Jane?
0: Personally, I think the most effective thing to do is to get away from all technology and all mm. interfering voices from other people and really sit with yourself and tune into what feels enticing and motivating for you. And if you want to think about the vision being the destination and the goal being the route you're going to take to get there, while you're trying to conjure up your vision or deciding to conceptualize your vision, the thing to do really is to let go of all thoughts about what it might take to get there and really be focused on the end part of what you're trying to achieve rather than the pathway.
1: Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I like that. So you're already telling us to take more holiday, by the sounds. Yes. Or, or at least today, get away from technology, get away from any other distractions, and then just think about where we want to be. But how far ahead should we be looking? Do you think, in order for it to really work for us in our business?
0: I think that you want to look at least five years ahead. Oh,
1: okay.
0: I've been um, a big fan of a book that I read last year called. The one thing, okay. And one of the quotes from that book is, "You can get anywhere you want to in five years." Mm. And I the more I think about that, the more I think that's true. That okay. there's very few destinations you can't reach if you think about them five years out.
1: Mm, I like that. Okay, but then, uh, not wishing to jump ahead too much, are we then? Are you going to suggest that we sort of pull it back to okay? What are we doing this year, this month, this week, this day?
0: Those would be more goals, wouldn't they? Okay, I think that when you're creating a vision for this year, you want it to be moving you in the direction of...
1: Of the bigger goal. Of the bigger goal. Of the the bigger bigger vision. vision. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, again, I'm just going to chuck a few negatives at you just because these are things that I know people have kind of chucked at me. When I... Occasionally I've sat down with someone I said, okay, tell me where you want to be in five years... Um, a way, you you know, give me a picture of of how you'd like your life and your business to be in five years time. Some people get a bit carried away and um, see themselves on a, you know, 40 meter yacht and uh, living on their own island, and which is all fine. Not suggesting we don't have, you know, big things to aim for. But how important is it, do you think, that we keep our vision sort of Uh, anchored in some kind of reality? And if so, how do we do that?
0: I think it's really easy to come up with a vision that involves private islands and yachts and first-class travel and servants and whatever. Mm. But what tends to be more meaningful in my experience is to think about how do you want to feel in five years? How do you want to be spending your day in five years? To take it away from all the trappings and to make it about what does your life look like in your body, okay. rather than what is the trappings of wealth that's surrounding you, <laughs> um, and I feel that when people are able to really have a sense of who they are in that future, then it becomes much easier to let go of all the um, decoration.
1: If you yeah like. okay all right, so forget the islands and the boats and all that. Put that to one side. All right, now you've got an. I mean, I know that when we talk about goals, I know that. Uh, maybe we'll come back to this in a bit. I, I know that you use that the SMART acronym, Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant and Timely. But we're not talking about goals for the moment. We're talking about the vision. And you use an acronym which is the word ALIVE. Do you want yeah. To, would you perhaps talk us through that?
0: So ALIVE stands for so much about what I feel a powerful vision contains. So first of all, for me, a really um, captivating and forward-pulling vision is something that has some aspect of aspirational nature to it. If I can't feel that it's going to stretch me in some way, then it doesn't feel like something I need to strive for, that I need to work towards. In effect, if it's not going to stretch me, I can kind of have it right here and right now. Secondly, as I said, I think that... um, A vision really speaks to the emotions. So the second letter of a live L for love based, it really wants to fill you with joy, make you happy and excited um, and fill you as well, not only with love, but feelings like pride and achievement and um, give you some kind of emotional sense of being filled up. By mm. the idea that this can occur for you.
1: Okay, let me. do I'm just going to pause you there for a second. So already, to, for people listening, they very clearly, are, I'm sure, getting a sense that this is not, this is not all businessy, by any means. This is, and it goes back to what you're saying at the beginning that what's important with a vision is it something that really sort of engages us and pulls us forward. So. For someone listening who may be a little bit more on the, you know, kind of right brain way of thinking, um, is, might be struggling a bit with that already because it's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? You're talking about love, you're talking about aspirations. So just imagine I am that person who's talking like that. What, do you, what would you say to somebody who maybe has already got that thought? How would you, um, how, how would you hold them to what we're talking about?
0: I think that it's important to separate um, emotions about love from the romantic sense the family sense of the word and think what would make you love your business what would make you love the way you spend your day Mm. what would you find to be something that would absolutely captivate you about doing this work that you are feeling drawn to do
1: okay that's a great response so So again, I'm just going to, I'm trying not to put words in my mouth, but I'm just thinking about this. So I'm thinking if I, if in five years, my business absolutely allowed me to spend as much time as I wanted with my, you know, my life partner, with my family, on my hobbies, that's where the sort of the love bit can come alive. I love my business because it allows me to do that. Is that kind of... That's part of it. Yep.
0: But also... What would it take for you to be saying, I love spending time in my business mm. because the doing of it
1: Okay, all right, okay. fills me
0: with satisfaction or pride or gotcha. a sense of achievement or is just joyful for me?
1: Yeah, okay, good, good. So you pulled me back because I was getting all carried away. I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it could, in that sense, it could be I love the people I work with, whether they're my customers or my staff or my suppliers I love the way that my work allows me to be motivated and inspired and committed. Okay, no, that's good, that's good. All right, so, so far we've done aspirational, we've done love-based, so this is your acronym. Where to next.
0: The next one is I for impactful. Oh. And one of the things I love about my vision is that I love the sense of the impact that achieving it gives me, so the legacy that it leaves on the planet, the results that it achieves for my clients, all of those things. And as you were just referring to as well, the impact that it has on my family, my my inner circle.
1: Okay. Okay, I like that. So that's, um, again, um, I'm trying to, to, to sort of separate from my mind the fact that I know a fair bit about your own business and I'm putting it in someone else's business. Let's imagine we've got Ooh, let's think of of another industry. Let's think of a mortgage broker, okay? So how might somebody in that business, where might they find the impact?
0: They might find the impact that the more successful their business is, the more families they put in homes. Ah, The happier those people are in homes, the more financially secure they are because they've obtained good finance deals.
1: Yeah, okay. All right. I like that. I can chuck another one at you then. What about someone who's a yoga teacher?
0: I think yoga yoga teachers often feel that they have a really big impact on the world. So all the ones that I know are very evangelical about their roles. Um, Certainly when you work in a health industry, as I do as well, the ability to skill people up to live in their bodies in a healthier, happier way, to feel more in flow to bring them a sense of peace in the middle of a busy week. Yep. All of those things mm. can be a beautiful impact to have yeah. on the
1: world. Interesting, because I was, um, uh, as I think, you know, I, I do a fair bit of work with bookkeepers. And, um, you know, often you'll, uh, I'll talk to a bookkeeper or talk to perhaps someone else about a bookkeeper. And I go, oh, bookkeeper, that can't be very exciting. But actually, when you talk to a bookkeeper who really enjoys their business, they enjoy it. One of the main reasons is because they make such an impact. You know, somebody comes to them and they've got, you know, perhaps not not so much these days, but they used to have a cardboard box full of receipts and, a, you know, stress to the eyeballs, not knowing how to get, and then a bookkeeper gets everything in order, and that's the impact because then that person can actually sleep better at night. They understand how to price their services, they know how to deal with their customers, you know, and that's a huge impact that people make. So, I love that. So, okay, so again, for to create a vision that's gonna have meaning for us, we're looking for the aspirational side of it, we're looking for love base, we're looking for what impact you're gonna make. Okay, I like this. So, now bef- let's just take a very short break here this is probably a good point to remind you that if you own a business ANZ could help ease your cash flow pressures with flexible solutions like a business overdraft applications for credit subject to ANZ's normal credit approval criteria for details just search ANZ business okay so now we've done ALI so we must be on to V what does V stand for? V
0: stands for vivid and this is about reminding you that when you're thinking about your vision, imagining your vision, um, it really works best if you can make that future that you are picturing in your mind's eye as bright and colorful as it can be. If you can imagine it as a movie rather than a photograph, you're gonna have an even more engaged connection to your vision. So you really wanna be trying to connect with it in a way that engages all your senses. Think about what you'll hear, how you'll see things, how you'll feel emotionally when you are living the future that you're projecting for yourself.
1: Mm, okay, all right. So again, okay, that's good. So here I am then, we're thinking five years ahead, and I'm thinking of the person who's maybe listening to this going, oh, this is still sounding a bit too, you know, wow, well, well for me. But now what you're saying, and I like this, is maybe they've got a film crew that's following them in five years, and they're watching a film of how much they are enjoying this business, this thing they're creating, that's creating an impact that's, that is filled with love in, in its various shapes and forms and that they can aspire to. So, okay, I like that. And is that, is that a really important aspect, that they can visualise it in this way?
0: Visualising in this way is a tool that is used by professional athletes, lots of professional business owners. Mm. It has very powerful um transformative effect transformative effects on the way you process things in your mind it has really beneficial results on helping you to start acting in the way that will be in alignment with that future that you're talking about for yourself
1: what about the, the the person who says and you must have met them and i know i have says ooh, this sounds far too creative for me, I don't have a creative bone in my body, which I never agree with, but people do think like that. What do you say to them?
0: I think that the first limitation to accessing your creativity is to think that you don't have it. Uh-huh. So if you hear yourself saying that, then I really encourage you to um, check out one of the articles that I've written for Flying Solo, which we perhaps we can link to in the show notes sure. about that. Um and I can't see any situation in which a small business owner doesn't have any creativity. The very fact that you've created a business, that you have um, products or services that you're offering, that you solve product problems for your clients, all of those indicate that you have got a deep creative mm-hmm. skill set. And it doesn't have to be artistic in order to be creative, no okay. it it really is more about something creating something that you can connect with, and most people would rather or will feel a deeper impact from seeing that imaginary movie that you've just talked about than they will from. Seeing an imaginary Excel spreadsheet in black and white, which yeah. talks about what their financial turnover is in 2024 or whatever five years from now. Yeah, okay.
1: I remember oh, it must be at least a decade ago now going on a um, a vision building workshop for um, for a day. It was really good fun. And um, and what we did there was or what they did is at the back of the room there was a pile of kind of lifestyle magazines. You, you've done this and that was so brilliant because basically what we did when we sort of started to articulate our visions to ourselves and then to other people is what kind of what we did in this workshop we then were let loose on these magazines and just said right pull out any images that kind of resonate with what you've been talking about and stick them on these boards and i've still got mine at home and i did it it was actually oh it must have been 15 years ago um and it's absolutely spooky when i look at that and i look at what i visualize in terms of kind of people i work with the sort of business i wanted to build all that it all came to pass it, i mean it's really scary actually um,
0: scary or exciting
1: oh it's hugely <laughs> exciting and that's why i keep it you know i can't it's it's all moth eaten around the corners now but i still i i just can't let go of it because it's i still bring it out and go look at this look at this i said this is going to happen and they did um
0: and, and i run those workshops sometimes mm. so i've had not only the experience that you've had of creating it for myself and helping other people to create it, but also I've had the experience of having some of those people who are very, um, disconnected from the woo woo, as you mm. have been saying, and who, um, are kind of going through the process as an exercise in pushing themselves towards their creativity mm. and in, in trying to free something up yeah. and, It's really interesting because lots of people who are very creative will be making their boards very colourful with lots of round edges and sparkles Mm -hmm. and feathers and all sorts of things. And often the people who are more of the financial bent or the black and white will have their vision arranged in a grid. It'll have lots of black and white on it. It'll probably have lots of text and numbers. It'll have lots of square edges to the cutouts. But it still really speaks yes, to them. Absolutely. It's no less beautiful, no, no less engaging, no less compelling. No. It's their style yep. and it's perfect. And it still
1: does the job, it still works. Absolutely yeah. perfect. Okay. All right, so V was for vivid. Okay, like that. Uh, where to now?
0: So E for energising. Oh. And the reason that's here is because if what you're projecting in your vision isn't something that really makes you feel awake and energised... Then it's not going to move you at all. If mm. it feels like it's hard work, or if it feels like it's not worth the effort, then you haven't actually nailed it. You've probably been following so what do you someone do in else's that dream.
1: Start again.
0: Maybe tap into where you where you arrived at the idea that some part of it was for you, without actually feeling at the end of the day that it is. Yep. Um, that's a really common thing. I think you were talking about the. Um, The islands and the boats and all those things. Mm. I think that sometimes people go off on those motivational workshops and end up coming home with a big list of income and charitable donations and Mm. sort of, you know, like a a shopping list or a menu of all these things. But for most people, that's not compelling. And so often I think that if you're not feeling energised by your vision, either you need a really good rest Mm. or there's something there that isn't really talking to you.
1: Yeah, that's that's an interesting point, isn't it? Because energy, um, you know, we all know in 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 when we're running our own businesses, it can be a challenge to keep yeah. the energy levels at you know at a good level. And I've 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 you've probably heard me mention this before. Often, you know, when I'm speaking to people, helping them with their business. I will say, where do you get your energy? And they'll say, energy? Are you kidding? I've got I've got no energy. And so the next question, I sort of chuck out then is, well, okay, well, when you did have energy, what were you doing then? And, oh, that opens the floodgates, you know, so I was playing soccer with my mates, I was going out with my partner, I was going to the movies, I was doing this, all those things that when we're under pressure a bit, we sort of stop them one by one, don't we? So I guess what you're saying here is if you're going through this exercise and energy is not within it, then whoa, 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 kind of back to the beginning again and just have a look, what are the bits? Because it might be, I suppose, that going through this sort of exercise, you come out with a vision that, yes, is inspiring, but it might be very, give a picture of a very different business to the one you're in. But that may not be such a bad thing. It's a bit confronting, perhaps, Mm. if you've spent the last 10 years building a business in one direction and then your vision shows you a business in a different direction, but as you said a while ago, this is five years into the future. and as you also said, you know basically you can pretty well get anywhere in five years. So I guess what we should be saying to anybody listening that if if they haven't got the energy, go back and do it again. If what gives you energy is something that's incredibly different to what you've got at the moment, fear not you know that's that's exciting. We just gotta work out what to how to get there.
0: I think too that a really effective and compelling vision energizes you of itself because it excites you Mm. the difference with a goal is that because a goal is usually relatively short term and usually has a timeline attached to it we can tend to get very adrenaline driven yeah and as a human being adrenaline is a fuel that you're only meant to rely on short term so we use it for a burst of energy it comes with a degree of stress so sometimes we will um force ourselves into an adrenalized position because we want to get somewhere fast yeah. other times a situation will fuel us with adrenaline because we're under a lot of pressure and we need to cope with something for a short term but in no situation is adrenaline meant to be the long-term source of energy for the human body
1: no, it's too exhausting
0: it's too exhausting mm. when it, when it is we fall in a heap yep. so that's why it's good to have both visions and goals so that you can do a little sprint now and then Yep. but you're always sprinting in the right direction because you've got somewhere big to aim for yeah
1: okay okay i like that and um all right so we're going to i know we've we've got to the end of our it's acronym, and I'm going to ask you in a moment how. Okay, so imagine we've done all that. How do we keep this alive? You know, we don't want this to be a task that somebody does. You know, the day after they listen to this, and then it gets filed away somewhere. So I'm going to come to you with that in a second. Um, but the, the other sort of point I was going to mention, I guess, just going back on what we we're talking about there, I remember recently I was speaking to somebody and uh, is actually following something I'd written, and I said to uh, this person, you know, if your business burnt down, if you woke up tomorrow morning it wasn't there what would you do? And some people would respond to that by saying, well, I'd roll my sleeves up and rebuild it. Others, and this particular guy said, Phew, you know, I'd breathe a sigh of relief and I'd build a very different business. Um, and sometimes, you know, that's the wonderful thing we've got in a small business. We have the agility. If we want to redesign something, we're talking here in five years hence, we can do that. So mm-hmm. I, I guess that's the thing. Is if, But the most important thing is to have a clear Picture of where you're headed stage two is to work out okay if that's where I'm going how am I going to get there so Jane how do we keep this in front of us you know we've done this we've gone through your five steps what are we going to do to keep it alive
0: so I think you and I have both alluded to the fact that we love making vision boards so mm-hmm. that's a really fun way to yep. do it whether you do it on your own whether you come along to a workshop that's a great way to do it give yourself heaps of space heaps of inspirational imagery um, a good amount of time, minimum half a day, and really play with what you could put onto a piece of canvas or cardboard that you could stick up in your office and have looking at you every day. Mm. Um, I am someone who meditates quite frequently, and so for me having that visual is something that I can plant into my meditation and bring it to life there and feel really connected with it there. Not everybody's like that, yep. but everybody can find five or ten minutes a day to daydream, and to direct that daydream to the place that you want to go mm. is a really powerful way to mm, do it.
1: Nice. i nice. A couple of things I've done, I, uh, I must, following this, I must get on and do it again for this year, but... In the past, I've also kept my kind of screensaver image as my vision, yeah. and also my password. You know, I yes. set my computer so that it goes to sleep, you know, every ten minutes or if I'm not using it, and to get into it, I have to use a password, and I've got a very long password that is very closely related to my vision. Great way to remind yourself, don't you think? You know, Absolutely. It's constantly what's going on. Yes. All right. Well, I, and
0: I, another one that I've seen mm. is um, setting it as the screensaver on your phone. Because oh, yeah, you good. see that just yes. as often, probably a, a as you lot do. More yeah. Often. Yeah. yeah,
1: maybe on my dog. <laughs> maybe not. Um, okay. Well, look, Jane. Thank you. It's bit, uh, so I, I'm I'm kind of itching to to to, uh, to stop this now and go on with with redoing mine. So <laughs> now, if we want to find out more of your work, where's the best place to go?
0: Uh, visit my website, which is janetancred.com.au It's J-A-Y-N-E-T-A-N-C-R-E-D.com.au. Okay. Or my other business, tribeofthetree.com.au, where we make flower
1: essences. Fantastic. Or look out for you on Flying Sailor where you are regularly. Regularly. All right, Jane, thank you so much for spending time with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Before we leave you, thanks so much for joining us for this special three-part series brought to you by ANZ. If you own a business, ANZ could help ease your cash flow pressures with flexible solutions like a business overdraft. Applications for credit subject to ANZ's normal credit approval criteria. For details, just search ANZ Business. To catch the other episodes in the series and get more business advice, head to flyingsolo.com.au forward slash ANZ Business.
0: And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo and your host, Robert Gerrish. We'd love to receive feedback, even a brief review for those listening via iTunes. If you're planning to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, check out our bestseller, Flying Solo, How to Go It Alone in Business. It includes everything we know about working on your own. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community at flyingsolo.com.au.